welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is November 29th, 2020. This is episode number 105, and I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast, Jerry Evanoff. With me, as always, is my sister, Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. I still have another vacation day left tomorrow, so this is like my Saturday morning, so I'm pretty happy. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) All right, heading directly into my stats. No banter this morning for whatever reason. I don't really have anything to say. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Did we talk too much before you hit record, maybe? Maybe, yeah. We got all the stuff out of the way. Um, I'm still at (laughs) 21,214 words where I was last week at this time. I actually never even opened Scrivener this week. Uh, I've just been doing a lot of plotting and getting through that, which is, uh, I'm very happy with the way it's coming. Had to recover that page, which... I wasn't able to recover it, mm-hmm. so I basically had to rewrite it. Um, in terms of MailerLite, I am down five more to 813, and I am completely okay with it uh, because these are the people who do not open emails, and they don't—they're they, not going to buy my book at any point. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. My dog is running back and forth behind me. In case you're wondering, that should become a, that part of the new <laughs> stats because we 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 mention our dogs every week what they're doing. So, um, and in yeah, terms of mine is. Um sleeping on his little perch that I built for him. Mm-hmm. And um, this morning, shortly after I got up, I actually cleaned the inside and outside of my office windows. And I'm just looking over to where Ollie is lying and there are nose prints on the window. Yeah, so I have that same problem. That lasted a good two hours. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> I remember I cleaned mine a couple of weeks ago and looked over not too long after I cleaned it and thought, wow, that did not last long at all. Yeah, yeah. so... I don't know when he became a dog. Yeah, that but the likes dogs to, are happy. He likes to bark at people. He was never like that until maybe the last six months or so. He he used to, he would look at him. He'd look out the window, but now he wants to bark at him. And he runs back and forth. It's very strange. He's really starting to guard the house. So, so has it basically been since you were down here and he saw Ollie doing that? Um, I, I don't know. I feel like it might be before that, but <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, there's this woman who walks her dog every morning and she, she's somewhat old and walks really, really slow. So Ah. it's like prolongs the amount of time that he can sit and bark. And I want to be out there. I want to go out and just get off my lawn to the woman, but you know, I'm not going to, she's not a kid. So I'm not (laughs) going to old. Yeah. All right. In terms of golf, I actually had no golf this week. It was really cold yesterday. I did get a text from the guy that I golf with usually on Saturdays. And he said, he texted me yesterday in the afternoon. He says, ah, I was looking to golf this week, but um, the greens were, it was, it was really wet because we had a bunch of rain. And and uh, mm-hmm. so it looks like it didn't happen. We may try next week, but it's going to like snow this week. So who knows if it's actually going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Guess what it's not going to do in Georgia? Snow? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I thought it was chilly today when I was outside cleaning the windows. Um, I was like, brr, it's chilly. Um, it's 65. Oh, my God. I had to start my car. For, for 15 minutes just to defrost the windshields just to drive an eighth of a mile to mcdonald's so yeah 
Uh, anyway, um, my book two word count is at 14,373. I'm up a whole 126 words. Nice. Um, I have 621 active subscribers. Kind of surprised me a little bit this morning when I looked at it. I have 56 new subscribers and 20 unsubscribed. Um, so Tuesday I sent out um, my monthly newsletter just asking how 2020 was treating everyone. Um, and then I made a little button there that linked to my email so that they could respond to my email, but my contact page, um, three people responded. I was pretty happy about that. Um, I had a 20.79 open rate, only 1.37 clicked and 13 unsubscribed, um, which is fine. Wednesday, I sent out another newsletter to only those people who have never opened an email, like on the open column, it said zero. Um, and I just asked them what their Thanksgiving plans were um, with a little button, but no one responded to that. Uh, only 4% opened it and only one person clicked on the link and that was the unsubscribe link. So it's like, hey, other however many 17 people, why couldn't you just click on one of the links? You know, like seriously? I wonder, I wonder, cause you had these are, how many emails have you sent out up to this one? Approximately uh, maybe 10, five, 15, 15. So you, you sent these emails to people who had not opened somewhere between one and 15 emails in the past and you still got 4% of them to open it. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. But then, but then only one person clicked, there was like I don't know, 363 or something like that. And only one person clicked the button to unsubscribe. So I'm a little irritated, like just click the dang button, you know, <laughs> it takes like a second. You can do it on your cell phone too. Anyway, um, on, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Okay. So I joined a book funnel promo that runs, um, it was Thanksgiving through tomorrow. Um, and so on Thanksgiving, which was also my birthday, I sent out another newsletter to all of my subscribers telling them my birthday gift to them was a bunch of free books, including my prequel. Um, so in the newsletter, I made a button for all of the free books. And then I made a button for reluctant heart because let's face it. I want them to buy that versus the prequel. Um, 21.16% open rate, 9.17 clicked three unsubscribers, 47 clicked on the free books link. I'm pretty happy about that. And 20 clicked on the reluctant heart link and two unsubscribed, which again, fine with. So among all of these new, uh, all of these newsletters from this week, which were, there were three of them, um, there were four soft bounces and all four of those people never opened an email for me. So I just went ahead and unsubscribed them. Um, my Amazon ads, I still have 62 ads running. I didn't do any new ones this week like I had planned. So I'm like two weeks behind in that. Um, I have 72,480 impressions and 66 clicks. Um, Brian says the average is one click per 1,000. So I'm six behind the curve. This is the largest stretch I've had. Usually I'm like four to five, um, but now I'm six. And it probably has something to do with the fact that the ads have been running so long and I haven't created any new ads. Um, I have three sales. Brian says one sale per 10,000 impressions. So I should have seven um, behind the curve on that. And I've spent $13.99. Um, tomorrow's the last day for our Nora Roberts ad experiment. 
Um, I have 308 impressions, no clicks and no sales. So I'm pretty sure Nora Roberts is a bust for me. It just, it's not going well. Um, and then you ran a Facebook ad for me. So I'll let you talk about those stats real quick. I can't hear you. Oh yeah, I muted, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was coughing. Okay, so the, the Black Friday ad that you did ran for three days. It actually runs through the end of today. So we're two and a half days in. Um, it has 2,953 impressions with 88 clicks and it's 25 cents per click, which is, which is kind of where I was, I don't know, three or four months ago, not right when I first started running, running Facebook ads, but like a couple months into it, when I started really working on the audience, mm -hmm. um, you have 72 unique clicks and you have 196 video plays at 25%, meaning they scrolled down through it. It, it either auto played and it made it 25% of the way through before they went away from it, or they watched the whole thing, who knows, or they hit the play button. Um, I don't know what happens with my Facebook. I don't know if it audio auto plays or not. I usually try to stop that, but I don't know if it did or not. So um, is there a setting to change that? Cause mine, it just auto plays. Yeah, I think there is somewhere you'd have to Google it. I'm not actually sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then if we look at the actual people themselves, the, the, okay, so there's a couple things I tried to, to text you this morning that I just couldn't send you. So it shows different things over the three-day period. So we'll not worry about today because today is still going on. But yeah. there were 40 link clicks on the first day and 35 the second day. Um, I'm puzzled by that. Well, I guess I'm not. Wait, there were, yeah, 40 the first day and 35 the second day. So it was 25, it was 25 cents the first day. Where's that? Uh 24 cents the first day and then 29 cents the second day is what it was per click. Um, it reached, let's see, I said that. So then the demographics would be, and this is how it always is. I think this is probably not something that anyone ever needs to measure because it's the same every single time. And it's the age that, you know, you and I have joked oh, about yeah. in text messages the last few weeks where, you know, if you look, um, your age was what, 25 and up, I think it was. Or, mm -hmm. So between 25 and 34, there were three clicks and 70 people reached. Then you go to 35 to 44, four clicks, uh, 45 to 54, 13 clicks, 55 to 64, 22 clicks, and 65 plus 46 clicks. So yeah. it, 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 you know, it more than doubled from 35 to 44 up, those four groups doubled, more than doubled every time. And we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it last week on the Facebook, on, on the podcast or not, but we think that it's because Facebook is for old people now. It's it's for yeah. uncles and grandmas and grandma grandpas and and you know that yeah. kind of thing, aunts and, and whatever. So you're yeah, the kids the kids don't get on Facebook anymore because it's just a bunch of old people. Yeah, so just by sheer numbers alone, you're always gonna have more older people mm -hmm. that look at it because there's more older people on the site, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering how do you number one, how do you reach the young people? How do I reach your daughter? And number two, um, if I reach her, how do I get her to click? Like, I think that's yeah. like the mystery that everybody's having right now. The problem people are having right now. How do you get Yeah, because all the kids are on Snapchat and Instagram and you can't do on those what you can do on Facebook as far as advertising goes. Right. I mean, I know so. you can, when you create a Facebook ad, I know you can select Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard a couple of people talk in the last, just in the last few weeks on a podcast about how 
Um, I, there was one woman who said she hasn't figured out yet how to sell on Instagram and she's doing really well on Facebook. And she hasn't, I think she's a new author. I think I heard her, I think she was on Mark Dawson's podcast maybe three weeks ago. And I, mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody knows the secret yet to those, those, and I'm wondering if it's because the, the age group of the people that are on them, maybe they just don't read. I don't know. Do, do kids read? That this? could be. Yeah. I have no idea. So um, anyway, so those are, those are your Facebook results. Oh, thank you very much. Um, as far as news goes, um, marketing, um, I have a bunch of ads that expire today. So I'm going to extend their dates another week. It's really hard not to stop them and redo them with new dates. Um, just because I feel like, you know, Brian made it clear that the longer the span, the less impressions they're going to get. So I may end up stopping a few um, that are not producing anything and redo them just to see if it makes a difference. Um, I'm certainly not going to do it with all of them, but I, I might pick and choose a few just to kind of test out. Um, in book two, I have five chapters finished plus one paragraph in chapter six. That's that 126 words that I wrote this weekend. Okay. Um, it was my intention to more than finish chapter six, maybe even get into chapter seven. I have it all plotted out. I know what I want it to be. Um, but you know, people live with me, so that's sometimes impossible. Um, the black Friday sale, um, is going well. I decided to, um, do a, what is it called? A Kindle daily countdown. Um, <clears throat> I've made 10 Kindle sales, one paperback sale, and I have 804 page reads. Um, and that's just since um, Thursday, Friday. Friday. Friday, yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, but that's really all of my news. What about um, you? I was going to ask you, oh, so if you were, what would... How do you decide which ads that you want to stop and create new ones? That's question one. And question two, is that against what Brian Cohen said in the ads challenge that you did? Where did he just say, leave them go, just keep extending them, leaving go? Or did he talk about doing new ones like that? Um, I would, I would pick and choose just two or three that have zero impressions, maybe like, especially the older ones you know, one of the first groups that I did, if they have zero impressions, if, if they're just not doing anything, maybe choose those um, to stop and then restart. And again, it's just to see if it makes a difference. Um, my understanding of the course was don't analyze your ads until you have 100 clicks. Keep, keep adding five to 10 ads per week, but don't analyze the results until you have 100. That's my understanding of it. That may be completely wrong, um, but that was my understanding of it. And that's just kind of what I'm going with. I, um, I have the kind of like, I guess it's like a blog post of what he said in the videos. Um, so maybe someday, you know, in all of my spare time, I will go back and reread them. Um, I still need to send those to you. I was going to do that and I keep forgetting. Okay. Um, so does that answer your question? Yeah, I was just curious. The other curious question I would have is I wonder if changing the bid would be, you know, changing it from 30 cents to 35 cents would be a, a problem. I mean, uh, he was very clear about that. Um, he said, if you just have one book, keep it at 30 cents. If you have more than one book, put it at 35. Do not change your bid. Yeah, I remember when I was at your house in July, in June, and I had 
just the one book. <clears throat> the second book wasn't finished yet, right? Because I released that in September. Um, and I made a couple ads and I forgot to change the default price on one of them. And yeah. I immediately was making sales, but also spending way more money. Than, than I <laughs> yeah, I think was. you had it at 75 cents. No, I think I had, no, I didn't change the, the um, Amazon. So Amazon will suggest bids based on the keyword. Oh. So some of them were over a dollar and I was getting clicks on them, but I was also making sales, but it was not near enough. To, yeah. It was bad. It was, yeah. Well, he, like I said, he was very clear yeah. about um, not changing that price. Okay. So. All right. So speaking of my marketing questions, um, there's just a couple of days left in November two right now. Yeah. Today and tomorrow. I have a book funnel promo that runs through tomorrow. Um, I didn't go get the numbers for it. My story origin run one actually runs through December 15th. So that one's going to go a little bit longer. I'll probably advertise it one more time because I, I'll probably do no, another email between now and then. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm trying to get to the, the book funnel one so we can look at the numbers real quick here. Uh, so I have 45 shares, shares to this, which is nice. It's better than that. I've been, I've been in the thirties the last couple of times. I think it's cause I've promoted this a couple of times on Facebook too. Um, not in an ad, but on my, on my author page every now and then on a Sunday, I'll just go in and schedule posts for five or six or seven days in a, in a row uh, at some point in the future. Um, the ones that came out this past week, I scheduled two weeks ago and I just picked random days. Well, most of them were random. A couple of them obviously weren't. And um but I have 51 clicks on my book one and I have 43 clicks on book two, which is nice. I'm sure that's contributing to my page reads in some way. Um, let's see. Like I said, the story origin one goes to the 15th. And like I said, many, many times, I don't know how many clicks um, <clears throat> I've gotten from that one. In terms of Amazon ads, I did create, I did go in on Friday, on Sunday, I believe it was, and I created five more. So now I'm up to 47. Um, the five that I created were based on authors. Um, one of the authors that, I, what I did is I went to Amazon's top 20 or well, top hundred time travel list and Doug, Douglas E. Richards was in there. So I, I created some Douglas E. Richards keywords, figuring that people would go, would type his name into a search engine a lot because he's in there. Um, and then I also created two Ernest Klein ones because Ready Player Two came out this week and um, I've read the first three chapters. It's, it's not good. Um, but, <laughs> But I'm going to keep reading it because I love the idea behind the story. Well, I love the idea behind Ready Player One. Um, but and, and I also listen to the, the 372 Pages podcast where they make fun of it. And that makes me laugh. So, um, But I did think, well, it came out this week. So people are going to be Googling it like crazy. And I looked at one point. I think I looked on. It came out, I believe, Thursday, maybe Tuesday. I don't remember which. I think it was Thursday. And I looked, I think, on Friday. And it was number two in the Amazon store. Not not under time travel or science fiction, the whole store, I believe it's the whole Kindle store. I'm sorry. The whole Kindle store wow. was, was number two. Yeah. And um, that's pretty impressive. Um, I think the reviews of this one are going to be a little bit different than the reviews in the first one though, because it's really not good. Um, <laughs> all right. Where did I, I lost my outline. Here it is. Um, <clears throat> so in terms of the overall Amazon ads, like I said, I have 47 of them. Uh, my Nora Roberts one that I created specifically for that has 40 impressions and zeros on the board for everything else. But again, I think it goes back to the fact that I have um, my Nora Roberts keywords. I created a couple oh. weeks before that, that is still running and it's at 10,292 impressions with six clicks, no sales, 
Um, uh-huh. I got to figure that out. I got to figure out why I'm getting clicks, but not sales. That's something I need to work on. That should be the next big thing that I work on uh, in terms of marketing. Um, mm. 18 cents per click on it. So it's cheap. It's not costing me a whole lot of money. Um, I did make a sale this week off of the dystopian author's keywords list I have. Now they put $3.99 in the sales section in your, your reports. That's just stupid because I didn't get $3.99. That's what the sale was for. I got $2.80 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, that's not bad. That's two, that's 1,455 impressions, two clicks. So one impression every 728 and I got a sale. I'm, I'm one for t- two on sales for clicks. I, I like that. Um, I don't know if that's just an anomaly or if there's a way that I can try to take advantage of that somehow. And like I said, maybe up the bid a little bit, maybe up at the mm-hmm. 35 cents or 40 cents and see if I can get more clicks on it. And then I got another ad, uh, another click where I got page reads. I only got nine page reads and it's been like that for about a week. So that person hasn't gone back to it yet, but I feel like I can safely say now that I have three, I'm going to go air quotes and say sales. Um, I have one actual sale. I have one where somebody read 578 pages and I'm going to assume it's one person uh, because my KENP for that book is a little bit more than 578. So if we were to do the division, it would just be one. And then I have another a completely different ad where I have nine page reads, you know, didn't make me any money. It made me four cents, but um, I can say that I did have three people now either buy or download the book, which is nice. And in going with the Brian Cohen thing, you talked about one every 10,000. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at 37,000 total impressions. So I'm, you know, I should get another sale within the next 3,750 impressions to keep that average going. So we'll see if that works. Uh, overall um, clicks, I have 24 clicks. So I'm, I'm a quarter of the way to your hundred. That's one click every 1552, which is, I don't like that. It, it needs to be under a thousand. Um, I've spent $3 and 96 cents, 17 cents per click. And I've made $5 and 45 cents. So I'm up about a buck 50, which, you know, rather be up than down. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I, I, the reason I asked you the question I asked you is because all, most of mine expire on December 5th. Is there an easy way to go in and just increment all of them? Or do you have to do them one at a time? How have you done it? To change the dates? Yeah. No, you click on the little box and then it says like, um, hang on. But for each one or for all of them at one time? Um, There's a, there's one box next to the word active. And if you click that, it will click all of them. Um, Or you can just pick and choose which ones you want to click. And then um, there's uh, buttons pop up that say adjust budget, um, adjust end date, move to portfolio, create new portfolio. So it gives you choices as to what you can do um, when you when you click on them. So ha- I'm looking at I'm looking at the page right now and I see where it says active, but how do mm-hmm. I change all of them at once? There's it should be a little box um, to the left of the word active that a you check click box? in it. Yeah. Okay. So if you oh, just end date. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. then I can I can go set end date to, and I can make it. We're in what's this December? Everything's going fifth or nineteenth. I can just make it January second if I want to. Yeah. So let's do that right now, live on the podcast. That's Ooh. exciting. Save. Ah. Oh, it's so because two weeks ago I went and did them one at a time because I didn't know you could do that. So that. Oh yeah. That makes me very happy. All right, so those are my Amazon ads. I'm actually pretty happy with how that's going. Um, it's been easy to create them. It's easy to manage them because you don't really have to do much other than check them out. So what I do is I go in once every couple of days and see if I have new clicks. 
And if I have like a, a couple new clicks in a place I didn't expect, I'll go to the, figure out what keywords were clicked on and then I'll make my new ads based on those keywords. And that's kind of how I've been doing it. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of what Brian says is your second level okay. ads. Yeah. So, and then the other thing that I'll do is I'll go to the top hundred dystopian and time travel of Amazon and just look and see if there's an author that has one or two or three books that somehow relate to mine. I mean, there's the one, um, Diane, Oh, I can't remember her last name now, Diane. I, I met her in Vegas at 20 books a couple of years ago. She was very, very nice. I didn't know who she was at the time. Uh, I mean, I knew she was an author, but I didn't know she had like 10 books in the top 50 mm. and, uh, hers, I would not create, I'm trying to find her name here. Um, hers, I would not actually do an ad based on because here it is Diana Knightley because her stuff is time travel, but it's, it's more romance. And it's, I think, um, Irish or Scottish, um, Caitlin okay, and yeah. the highlighter, Caitlin and the Highlander, which actually read her first book that, you know, that's, and then everything comes off of that book. Well, that really wouldn't do much for my readers, but then if you think about it, neither would like, I don't know if Isaac Asimov would, but I, yet I use him. So, um, <laughs> you know, so what I do is I go and I look at the top, top 20 or so see if there's multiple books by one author and then I'll make an ad based on that person too. So that's kind of how I've been you, doing ads. You have a program that generates keywords, right? Yeah. The Kindle um, publisher rocket by uh, it's Dave Chesson's Kindlepreneur. Um, he, he created this and I use that also, but I use it based on like, if I'm going to create the Ernest Klein one, I use that for Ernest Klein keywords. And then I go to the Goodreads thing and do the same thing you, you know, you had yeah. talked about. So I end up with, you know, instead of one page of key, you know, instead of one ad of keywords, I end up with five different ads of a bunch of different yeah. keywords doing it that way. So, um, yeah. And it's actually, I think it's on sale right now. I think he has like some kind of a black Friday special one. And I was going to send you that. Um, yeah. I'm actually looking it up right now because I always bug you <laughs> about doing that. Um, yeah. I got an email from somebody who complete said, access for $97 and never pay again. No, but there's a sale based on it. There's this that makes it cheaper than that. I'll, oh. have to, I'll have to find the email. I think it was even 50% off. I'll have to oh, find Black the email. I'll send it to yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, yeah. Hang on. All right. So you then I'll go back yeah. to this. <laughs> so in terms of Facebook. Um, so last week, you know, I had the trouble with Facebook where they just cut off all my ads. I don't know why it was frustrating. I lost three or four days worth of, um, I guess, page reads or whatever. And what I did Sunday after we recorded last week is I went in and I created a brand new Facebook ad. I used, I didn't duplicate one of my existings. I created a brand new one. Um, I used a bit of a different off audience, although it was kind of the same, but, but it was a little scaled down. I used a completely different picture. Um, it was a different style of picture. It wasn't a fire on a city like I've been doing. I used completely different headings. My heading leading into um, that, I'm trying to get to it here now, was um, have you ever wondered how you'll die? And then the next segment is it never crossed Peter's mind until he figured out time travel, blah, 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 you know, death and destruction, the whole world's blowing apart, whatever. So what I did was I tried to make it a little more funny, which I don't really like because the book is not meant to be funny. There's a couple of funny parts in it, I think, but it's more, it's mostly a dark book. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I redid the ad, but I tried to make it a little more funny. So I changed it to, Let's see. Now the heading, instead of have everyone how you die, it says lonely, bored, and smarter than your average computer nerd. What could possibly go wrong? I actually think that's a pretty catchy one. Mm -hmm. It doesn't convey the theme of the book that well, but it does 
it still gives an idea what the book is about. So it, it kind of conveys Peter more than the whole. Yeah, that's book. true. Yeah. Um, well, if you look, um, I'm currently at 16 cents per click, which is the lowest I've ever been, but which is great. Um, mm -hmm. I had one other ad that was 16 cents per click. In fact, I think it was the one that got shut down. Yeah, it was the one that got shut down halfway through its run was also at 16 cents per click. So maybe because it didn't have a chance to start going up, um, you know, it would have been a little bit higher. This one ends tomorrow, so it's not gonna have that chance to go up. But if you look at my page reads and my um, sales over the last week of, of running this ad, the page reads are actually way down from what I had been getting on average for the most part over the past couple of months of running the Have You Ever Wondered How You'll Die? Um, but I have, I still, my sales are the same. I'm still getting about five sales a week and I got five sales this week. So um, I, I don't know yet. I, 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 what I did today just to kind of test it was I went in, I changed the audience. So the audience I was using was women 45 and uh, 35 and up, um, uh, US, Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And then in the interest section, I chose time travel, fiction, dystopian fiction, either one of those two, and Amazon Kindle. That was what I did. The one that was running last week was like, you know, Nora Roberts. It always comes back to Nora Roberts. Um, Isaac Asimov, 11.22.63. I had, I had different authors in there. I had a bunch mm -hmm. of different keywords and that one was the, the click rate was a, a couple cents higher, but my page reads were also higher. So this, the ad that I'm running right now, the one that's been, that I've been talking about, that one's scheduled to end tomorrow. I went in this morning and I changed the audience to the previous audience, the one from the last week with all those other keywords, just to see if my page reads go up over the next couple of days. And then the ad that I scheduled so far for December, December 1st through 3rd, um, it has the same audience where it's the big giant one with lots of interests. And I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see if my pages are different based on that. It's funny because the Nora Roberts isn't doing so well on Amazon in terms of generating sales. Mm -hmm. But when I had the Nora Roberts along with other ones, don't get me wrong, along with other ones in the ad, my pages were higher. So I'm, this Nora Roberts is a mystery to me. I feel like I need to meet her. I mean, I, I've, I read her blog. I mean, I feel like right now I should be piggybacking like the time travel authors, but I'm piggybacking Nora Roberts for some reason. I, I need to get her out of my head. She's in my head. Nora Roberts, uh, you know, you, I, I have, how's the phrase go? Um, I'm living rent-free in your head, I think it is. Um, something like that. Um, so She's living rent-free in your head. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't really, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that goes, but we'll go with what you said. Sounds smarter. Um, so the Amazon, I mean, the Facebook ads, they came back online Monday. Uh, it took a long time to get it approved on Sunday. I was getting concerned, but uh, you know, it, it seemed to, it seemed to pick up the page reads, just not where I wanted them to be. So like I said, I made the change, you know, and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, in terms of my December marketing plan, I don't have a complete marketing plan yet. You know, last week I was more into, well, number one, I paced the floor for about an hour and a half while I watched the Browns game. I don't think I sat down the entire time. They won again, which is just shocking yeah. to me. Um, and they play today and they, you know, it's kind of a trap game because their next three are really hard. And if they're looking past this one, a bad team today, they could lose, but who knows? Um, their best player has COVID. Their second best player hurt his calf last week. So who knows? Uh, so I really didn't pay attention to my December marketing plan last Sunday like I wanted. So I have to do it today. I have kind of a partial marketing plan. First off, 
Um, I have a, a time travel promo that I'm doing in December. I got into it a bunch of weeks ago. I've tried to be, I've been deciding whether or not the whole time, whether I wanted to jump out of it and concentrate more on sales. And in fact, I wrote in the outline this morning, I'm pretty sure I'm getting out of it. But then I went and looked at the people that are in it. There's only, there's only what, 19, hold on, I'm going to go to it here. I was, I was on it earlier and then got away from it. Time travel. There are only 19 books in it, which is a really small number. But some of the authors, Nathan Van Koops, that dude's a huge author. He's in the top 10 or so um, in, in the time travel. And um, so I want, I want his mailing list to see my name. Sean Inman. I met Sean Inman in Vegas uh, last year. He ran a time travel roundtable, the very first roundtable I ever went to at a 20 books. And uh, I met him and he was a nice guy and I like him. Joe Cooper. She's a big name for 20 books. She's got a ton of books out there. So these three names right here are making me go, you know what? Let's just get in it one more time. Let's get some more freebie seekers. And then in January, you guys can hear me complain about freebie seekers, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stay in it. And um and we're going to see what happens with this one, but I am going to work on getting some sales. Um, let's see. So that is where I am with book, book funnel. Uh, I'm probably going to join another story origin one for sales also. And uh, I have a Kindle Kindle, Kindle daily countdown plan for December 24th through December 31st. So I'm going to try to hit it Christmas Eve and run through that week and see what happens. Um, and then I set up three email promos so far. I remember saying last week, I wasn't going to do as many as I did in like September and January. I probably won't. Uh, I am paying for these with money that I made from books. And I have a, so I've signed up for three so far, bargain booksy, many books and just Kindle books. I should have another deposit happening within the next day or two. Um, uh, from September's money, which is a nice chunk of change for me. So what I'll probably do is, I will probably, uh, you know, once that money is put into my account, I'll probably pay for two or three more and try to have a nice little Christmas week while I'm at your house um, selling books. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. So I'll probably set those up. Probably won't set them up today like I want to. I'll have to wait a couple of days because I need the money to get deposited into my author account first. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'll do something story origin. I'll do something book funnel. I'll probably do some kind of a Facebook ad. I'm definitely going to start them in December and see how they go. Um, if the if the numbers kind of stay on the path they're on, I may stop them at some point. We'll see how that goes. But I do want to do something during that Christmas week to advertise the, the Kindle Daily Countdown. In terms of my sales last week, like I said, the Facebook ad came back. Didn't give me as many page reads, but I did make some sales, which is nice. Uh, it is, I actually enjoy, I like pageries. I like going there and seeing the little bar go up every day, but I do like seeing the sales come in because I make more money off of them. Mm -hmm. Kind of, I guess if somebody reads the whole book, it's about the same, but um, I like that. And then if you look at, uh, what are we in November? If you look at November compared to October, this should be, the, this will be the fourth straight month that my page reads go up for the month. Uh, last week, last year I had 62 or last month I had 6206. Uh, this month I'm at 69.14. I should be able to break 7,000 by getting some page reads today and tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in December. I'm hoping the Kindle Daily Countdown makes it go a little higher than 7,000. Uh, but I'm four months away from my last release and people usually fall after a release. I'm going up, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and we'll see. And then finally, last week I did a count, uh, an email campaign. Um, I sent it out to 818 people. I had 153 opens, which is about eight, almost 19%. I had 2.3% click, which is low, no big deal. Um, but the funny thing was I did a resend two days later to the people who didn't open the first one. I had 23 people open. So 665, I had 23 people open and I had zero clicks. 
And mm-hmm. just like you, I was like, why can't you click? Now I get it. I get emails every day. Rarely do I click on links. Um, sometimes I click on links just because I like the people. So I click on the link anyway, go look mm-hmm. at what they have and maybe it's good or bad. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm tempted now, if I'm going to do this thing in December, we're going to try to get some more promos. I'm tempted to do what you did, which was sending an email out. Now yours was just, you didn't say click on this. If you want to stay on my list, you said, uh, tell me about your Thanksgiving plans. Mm-hmm. So I'm half tempted to do something just to see, cause I'm, I'm, I, you know, if they don't want to be on my list, I don't want them on there, you know? So, yeah. and, and the other thing is you don't know, there could be a group of people that are opening them in a preview panel. Like I do on Google or I do on, you know, we've, I don't know about you. I do it on outlook and it may not register as a click. So. Well, Jeremy's doesn't. So um, when I sent out the, the newsletter on Tuesday, I was looking at the stats and I was like, um, why didn't my husband open up my newsletter? So I went to his email because I keep it on my phone and which sounds weird to some yeah, people, it but it's, it really does. It's because he put it on there because he doesn't like to sort through the junk mail. So, and he knows that I don't like those little red numbers oh, I hate on those. my phone screen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll go through and I'll delete out all the junk mail and then just save for him whatever is important. You're like his That's why secretary. it's not, it's not some weird, bad marriage. I think my husband's cheating on me. They know it's just because he's lazy and doesn't like to sort through junk mail. Right. And he'll just leave it there. And then that little red number. Oh, I don't like that number. Yeah. Anyway. I used to, when I would go to the, the message board that I was a part of uh, a few years back, I would go there and you could see each forum would have like the, the, the little dot for unread. Yeah. And I used to just click each one of them, even if I wasn't reading it. Cause I hated that dot at yeah. work. You know, I, I at work, what I do with my, with my regular outlook is I have emails in my inbox and as I finish whatever, it's like a reminder. It's like my, where I write my notes mm-hmm. to do stuff. Then I move it out of my inbox into a folder and I'll go to somebody's like somebody's desk back when you could do that. And I would look over their <laughs> shoulder and I would see like unread, like 29,000 emails. And I'm like, Oh my God, that drives me insane. I, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. So anyway, I went to his email and he did open it. But on my MailerLite account, it shows that he didn't. So, yeah. So the, the, it's it's a weird thing where I I don't even want to send out. It's this weird thing where you're like, I don't want to send out an email to ask every 600 people, do you want to stay on my list, and then have all of them go no. But <laughs> it's kind of a shot to the ego. But at the same time, if they don't want to be, if they on don't want to be there. Fine. <laughs> but yeah. it's still uh, to to lose that many at once would. I'd rather it was like a slow burn than <laughs> that would be devastating. It's like if you walk into a room and like everybody leaves at the same time, and you're like, what what did I do? <laughs> so anyway, all right. So in terms of last week, um, Sunday, I watched football. Like I said, paced a lot. Uh, created another Facebook ad that was eventually accepted. It took a, I don't know, six to eight hours before it was accepted. Usually it's quicker than that. Um, I created the Douglas E. Richards and the Ernest Klein ad and uh and and got those running monday i had to go to work uh, i went for half a day i worked from 7 to 11 uh, i had to get a new laptop and the only way i could get it was get it go to work and get it um and i met a friend for lunch and then i came home and just didn't do anything um i i i wrote oh i wrote i was on the outline i wrote i was a little more annoyed than i thought i'd be i'm not sure why i wrote that and then i realized i'm, I'm a little anno- more annoyed that i didn't do any writing it's weird this guilt that i have do you have that guilt when you don't write absolutely when yeah it's weird yeah um i, I did start watching everything though so <laughs> oh, oh nice okay um i did start watching that seduced documentary that you talked about last week yes 
Um, it was really good. It was really interesting. And I, I still can't get over the fact, and I realized that she's just a human being, just like you and I, right? But that Alison Mack, that actress who was like really high up in it, I can't get past the fact that like a well-known person, uh, uh, was she brainwashed? That's why she did it like the rest of them or was she part of it? It drives, I, I don't understand. Yeah, because she wasn't just a part of the cult. No. She was like number two in charge. Right, so was she brainwashed by the guy and that's why she did it or was she, and if she wasn't and she was just legitimately doing it, why the hell was she doing it? It's so weird. Yeah. So. I started um, following her on Instagram, but she hasn't um, posted anything in a year or more. I don't remember when it was. Um, but yeah, that was an amazing documentary. So, okay. So I watched the first two and then I was getting mm -hmm. sleepy. So I, I went to bed. Um, I did realize though, at one point that my Facebook ad co cost per click was really high. And I realized that I had left out the, um, the Amazon Kindle as one of the interests. So really I was just hitting people that had time travel and, um, dystopian as interests, but not Amazon Kindle. And maybe they weren't readers. Maybe they just clicked it one day and not realized it. I don't know. So I put that in. and then it really drove it back down into the teens, which made me really happy. Tuesday, um, I started plotting again at lunch. So I realized that Google, the, I'm sorry, these Microsoft Word doc that I use, and I, I same with Excel, because I have my bills on there. And I didn't really, really looked at it. When you click the auto save on, it wants to save to OneDrive. Like I can't even figure out how to change it to just a local directory. I don't want to save to OneDrive. I use um, um, Dropbox as it is. I don't like cloud storage anyway. I don't trust it. And um, so I didn't want to use that. So I did what I should have done the first time, which was take it out of my Microsoft document, put it in a Google doc, which by the way, cloud storage. I know I'm, <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. I get it. Um, and then I started working on it again. I started you know, remembering some of the stuff I had typed before. And uh, I later that night, I was going to go ahead and um, watch the next two episodes, but I got into this weird, we didn't start the fire rabbit hole on YouTube where I watched one guy talk about the song for like 55 minutes. I love the song. And then I yeah, watched like three song. or four other people actually watching it and reacting to it and talking about the history of it. And, um, and then just before I went to bed, I kind of got into this ABBA kick where oh. for about a half an hour, I listened to ABBA really loud on YouTube. And um, I decided to give you guys something. I decided to give you guys a top 10 list of my favorite ABBA songs. So if this was Letterman, you know, there'd be like a drum roll and Paul Schaefer. Would talk <laughs> okay. Everything. So here we go real quick. Um, number 10, I have a dream. Um, number nine, SOS. Number eight, Mamma Mia. Number seven, Chikatita. Number six is Voulez-vous. Listen to that a lot that night. Number five, The Winner Takes It All. Great song. Mm -hmm. Number four, Take a Chance on Me, which I feel like is going to be the number one for a lot of people because of The Office. Um, but for me, it's four. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Number three, Fernando. Number two, Waterloo. And number one, Does Your Mother Know, which is my favorite ABBA song. Okay. Um, you notice that Dancing Queen wasn't on that list. It was, that's like the quintessential ABBA song. It's yeah. kind of like Piano Man and Billy Joel, where everybody knows Piano Man is Billy Joel's, but it's not like in my top 10 of favorite Billy Joel songs. So it's not? No, it's not. It's not even wow. close. Yeah, it's probably in my 30s maybe really yeah yeah it's, maybe next week i'll give you a top would you like next week people who listen would you like a top 50 billy joel song list i mean i would love it yeah i know but i'm not going to do that to the people who listen you can uh, text maybe, it to me i'll just text it to you one at a time <laughs> throughout the week um so that was tuesday wednesday can i tell you a quick story about abba sure absolutely okay so i'm also a huge abba fan because well we're nerds um 
when we first moved to Fort Bragg, it was the first time I had ever moved out of Ohio. I was 26 years old. Um, Paris, my daughter was what? Three. I think she had just turned three. And, um, shortly after getting there, Jeremy deployed because that's when the twin towers went down and the war started and all of that. While he was gone to keep busy and just kind of keep my mind occupied, I decided to paint our house, the inside. Um, I painted our bedroom. I painted Paris's bedroom. I painted the living room. And while I painted, I put ABBA on because that's just what I do. And I had windows open to get rid of the paint fumes. And my neighbors are like, what are you listening to? But it was just like ABBA and painting. Just, it was perfect. And um, ever since then, the only time I listen to ABBA is when I'm painting. So when we moved into this house, um, Paris and I painted the living room, that blue color, and I put on ABBA um, and it was good. So here's the funny part of this story. I do have a point, by the way. Yesterday, and I'll talk about this more later, I was pressure washing and I was doing my front porch and I have these uh, four wooden like square posts on my front porch. And I like hit the bottom of one when I was doing the cement and I was like, oh, the post is really dirty. So I started power washing the post. I'm like, man, that looks so great. And then I got three sides done and I was like, um, the other posts are brown and this post is now naked wood. I was power washing the paint oh, off of the post. Nice. So... This week on my list is a trip to Lowe's to get some wood sealant, tinted, you know, wood sealant and repaint these wooden posts because they probably need resealed anyway. But in order to do that, I'm going to need to listen to ABBA. It's right in my front yard. Some of my neighbors are going to hear some ABBA. Oh, that they're lucky for them then. That's good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, you know, when I think about my neighbors, I just don't think they're ABBA fans. Not yet. Um, I mean, like across the street and two houses down, I'm pretty sure they don't speak English. Oh, okay. Well, neither did so, ABBA. What's that? Neither did ABBA there for a while. Well, yeah, that's true. But um, he speaks Chinese. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, we'll see how the neighbors take it. Uh, my neighbor right next door, um, Julian, he likes to like get out of his truck and leave the music playing. And, and I, I like the music. It's some good thump and music. Um, we'll see how he feels about my ABBA. All right. Okay. There you go. Yeah, All right. So on. Thursday was Thanksgiving. So naturally I sat and plotted for a couple hours in the morning. Um, I headed over to the parents for dinner, probably about 1230, took my laptop over in case I wanted to open it and, and uh, do some more plotting, but I actually never did, which surprised me because I usually do. I usually set up a TV tray in the living room while they're cooking it. Um, and um, so I was talking to someone Thursday after uh, I was already over there and uh, she called and we were chatting and she said, so what, um, what do you take over with you? And I said, I don't, I don't take anything. <laughs> and she just goes, Cherry. And then she goes, do you, do you help your mom clean up afterwards? And I went, no, <laughs> she was so disappointed in me. Oh, you got called out. I did. It was very funny. So uh, next year for Thanksgiving, what are you planning on taking a, a over? Center, a centerpiece. I've already got it on my Google calendar. Okay, the mom said, you know what you could have done was brought a centerpiece. And she told me exactly what it should look like. So I put it on my Google calendar the Saturday after we get back from Vegas to go find one. So uh, there you okay. go. All right. So I'm not the worst son <laughs> in the world. 
Um, let's see. Thursday. That was Thursday. It's so a Friday. We did some Black Friday shopping. Um, something that we do, every, me and my friend Tim do every single year. Um, we go out, we do the, the, what do you call that? The uh, angel tree. We grab a tag from the angel tree in the Salvation Army. They have a booth right down the aisle from Target in the mall. Mm -hmm. So we walk down to Target, we buy all the gifts, and then we just drop it back off. And then we go do our own thing, which is go shop for ourselves for two hours and then go to the hot dog shop. And um, this year was a I little different. The hot dog shop. That's uh, so good. Uh, this year was a little different. There was no angel tree at the Salvation Army in the mall this time, but they did have one in Sam's Club. So we went to Sam's Club, grabbed the tag, but then we went to Target. Target was packed. Like Sam's Club, there was no one there, um, but Target was packed. That was probably the most crowded place I've been in since February. And um, it was, I, I didn't mind it, but it was a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. um, everybody had masks on. It was no big deal. But um, so we did that and then, we went to, I wanted to go to Dick's Sporting Goods. Tim stayed in the car while I was there. He wanted to go somewhere. I stayed in the car while he was there. I went to AT&T to turn in my phone because I got a new phone and he stayed in the car. It was this weird, it was just weird. I mean, we went into Target together. We went into this sports store in the mall together. Other than that, I think it was pretty much separate the rest of the way. Then we stopped at the hot dog shop and, and, and that was weird because it's a small place, but they were only letting like 10 people in at a time. So it wasn't crowded, but it was still a small area where you're standing with other people. So did you eat in? No, oh, you okay. could, they had most of the seats blocked off, but you could sit and eat in if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Um, I it's probably, still worth it to take it home and eat it. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I probably would have had Tim wanted to, but I guess he's got a kid to worry. I don't know with these people with their priorities. Um, <laughs> Those dang parents. <laughs> I know. Jeez. The way they think. Um, so and then after he left, he left at like two o'clock. This was Friday. I immediately watched The Mandalorian because I knew what was going to happen uh, and got to see Ahsoka Tano, who I love. Yeah. And um, and then I plotted some more. So I sat with my sheet, my uh, Word doc for a couple more hours and, and, and just wrote out. Basically what I'm doing is I'm trying to take the stories that I have built and I'm trying to put them now into chapters uh, the way that I did book one. And I'm I'm about halfway done with the chapters and then I have the rest of the story written. I just have to get those in chapters. Uh, my goal is to finish by tomorrow night and wherever I stop tomorrow night, I'm going to start writing again on Tuesday and I'll work out the end of it. I know what the end is going to be. I just have to work out how it's going to go. Those chapters are going to change. I know they are. Uh, there's a couple spots where I have like chapters 10 through 14 can be this scene because I know it's going to take a long time to figure it out. And, uh, and I, it, that's going to be something that I kind of learn as I go that I'm okay pantsing those four chapters. So I know what happens afterwards. I know what happens beforehand. I just have to write out the scene. So um, did that Friday today, or I'm sorry, yesterday. I did not golf. I continued the plotting and then I decided to make an apple pie from scratch, including the dough itself. And, um, it came out really well and I ate a bunch of it, well, I ate a piece of it last night. Yeah. So I watched your, um, your Snapchat videos on the whole process, which were really good, but it was kind of an abrupt ending. If I were your editor for Snapchat videos, I probably would have called you out on this. You showed us a picture of it and you said, okay, and that's that. You didn't tell us if it tasted good. Oh yeah, because I showed the picture I showed was, was my plate before I started eating it. Yeah, so yeah. listen, inquiring minds want to know the flavor. On a flavor so, scale, one to five, how would you rate it? So in terms of comparing it to store-bought, which I would say is a five out of five, um, I would say it was probably like a four. There was too much of something in it. I'm not sure what. I, I don't well, know you didn't if it measure was, half the ingredients. Yeah, yeah. I don't going back to my Ruby Tuesday days in the 90s. I don't measure, I don't measure any of that. You're stuff. like, I can't hold my phone and do this. So eh, that yeah. looks good. 
Yeah, my first goal is to always entertain the viewers. So um, I, I don't know if it was nutmeg that was too much of, or if it was too much cinnamon. I'm not sure. Now, don't get me wrong. It was still really good. I still yeah. ate and I'm planning on eating the whole thing potentially today. And um, it it was really good. Um, my biggest error was I didn't make a big enough crust. I didn't roll it big enough to where it would hang over the edges. So then when you put uh -huh. the top piece on, you 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 mold them together. So that the pie is yeah. all one thing, like a pot pie almost. I didn't do that. So, but it didn't take I, away from anything. I don't know if I would consider that your biggest error. I think your biggest error was the fact that you don't have measuring spoons. Sure. You used an actual teaspoon or tablespoon instead of using a, a measuring spoon that will give you a more accurate well, But like reading. I said in the video, if I'm going to drink tea, this is the spoon I use. So it's a teaspoon. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, that, that could have been your biggest eh, mistake, maybe. but I'm glad that it's a four out of five. Yeah. And um, the, the only you know. question I would have is it seemed like the apples almost dissolved or they're not like chunky, like crunchy apples, like sometimes they are. And I'm not sure if it's because I kept it in the oven too long. The, the recipe said 50 to 60 minutes. I put it in for 45 and then I checked it. And I left it in for another 15. So 60, maybe I should have gone 50. I, I'm not sure. So I, yeah, I'm not a pie maker, so yeah. I'm not sure about that. But. Well, I am. So ha ha. now you are, I'm one, I have one right now under my, I'm beating you <laughs> one to nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, you just wait till you hear what I did yesterday. Okay. So let's see. I, oh, another thing I did yesterday that was exciting was I literally started and finished my Christmas shopping. Um, I created a giant Amazon thing. I hit ship to your house and purchase and now I'm done. So that was easy. Um, I assume you'll have it all wrapped and stuff by the time I get there. No, it'll be stacked oh. up in the corner of your bedroom. Okay. That's nice. Um, and then today podcasts, I'm going to watch some football and I'm going to, finish my December marketing plan. And then I may create another Amazon ad or two just to get that number up. Uh, I'm going to try to keep doing what you're saying, create four to five a week and look at the numbers. And when we get to hundred clicks, we'll see what happens. So that is my right. week in review. How about you? Well, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and talk about the publisher rocket black Friday deal. Um, it is $97 and never pay again. But the deal is, it says, get our Kindle keyword course free. So I'm not sure what that means. I don't know what the Kindle keyword course is, but it's definitely something I'm going to look into. And um, I have one day, 14 hours and 26 minutes. Nope, make that 25 minutes to decide if I want to spend the $97 on there, which I probably will because um, I just feel like it's a it's kind of a valuable tool to have in advertising. It's not so, only advertising, but I used to come up with some of my keywords when I published my book too. It's a great yeah. tool. It really is. Yeah. So I'll probably end up, unless that's something you wanted to get me for my birthday. Um, you know, I'll let you decide. <laughs> I mean, I already bought birthday and Christmas presents. Oh yeah. Bonus birthday because now I'm closer to 50 than I am 40. And that makes me sad. It is sad. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Monday, so I'll just take that as a no, by the way, Monday, I taught four classes. I went Christmas shopping with Anna. Um, I did not start and finish that day. Um, but I got quite a bit accomplished, um, but I didn't do any writing Tuesday. I taught four classes. I went to the gym for my push class and burned 596 calories in 59 minutes, came home, mothered, clean, took a nap, no writing. 
Wednesday, I taught four classes. Um, I went back to the gym for personal training. We worked on lower body and oh my gosh, it was killer. Um, I came home and wrote one paragraph um, of chapter six over a span of five hours because people. Um, Thursday was Thanksgiving and my birthday. I prepared the turkey and put it in the oven. I mopped the floors downstairs. And then I laid in my big chair and watched Christmas movies until Anna, her kids and her parents got here. Um, that's when the, the food preparation really kicked up for me. I took three bags of prepared salad and I dumped them in a bowl. And that's a lot of salad was, well, we had a lot of people, um, but Anna had made, she makes this homemade stuffing at Christmas time. When you come, you've got to try this stuffing. It, it takes her like two days to make it. It's a huge ordeal. It is so good. Um, we actually went over there last night and had leftovers and I left my pan of stuffing that she gave me. So I'm gonna have to go back over there and get it for lunch. Um, we ate, we visited. And then when they left, I went to bed. Um, I didn't do any writing that day either. Friday, my son pestered me all morning. Like it started at seven 15 when I got out of bed. Can we put up the Christmas decorations? Can we put up the Christmas? When are we going to put up the Christmas tree? Can we put up the Christmas tree now? Are you going to get the decorations out? I mean like hours of this. Finally, at 11 o'clock, me and Jeremy and Kian, we carried down all the Christmas bins from storage. And then Kian and I put the tree together. Now, my tree is in three pieces. You put the base in the stand, and then you put the middle piece in, and then you put the top piece in, and then all the branches just kind of fall out, and that's that. We got that far when Kian's little buddy knocked on the door and said, Kian, do you want to come out and play? And Kian's like, yeah. And he left. And so... I finished putting up all of the Christmas decorations by myself. Um, Jeremy, well, one, he's just not really into decorating, but um, he's also taking a chemistry class. um, And so he had some work to do for chemistry. So he was excused from decorating. Um, I didn't do any writing on Friday. Yesterday, um, I had a push class. Um, I burned 629 calories in 59 minutes. On the way home, I stopped at Anna's and I grabbed her pressure washer. Um, And then I went to another friend's house and borrowed their extension ladder. So after everything was all set up, I climbed the ladder to just the, um, the porch roof. My house is, my house is, I don't have like a roof that separates the two. It's just over the porch. And I had the pressure washer and I was trying to get the bricks because there's this one corner of my house where it doesn't get a whole lot of sunlight. And so it gets really mildewy um, and it's been bugging me for months. So I finally got up there and I was trying to spray it and I was like, oh, this isn't working. I'm still too far away. Um, So I ended up going out the window of the small bedroom and I stood on the porch roof. Um, And I don't, I mean, I don't know how tall that is, 15 feet, 20 feet, I don't know. And I pressure washed that area like that corner or whatever. Um, and it looks a lot better. It's still not perfect, but it does look tons better. Um, and then after that, I ended up, um, washing windows and then I ended up pressure washing my porch and my sidewalk. Um, and then my, my, I had this like, um, square brick mailbox holder, like all of our neighbors have them. So I pressure washed that. Um, I was so tired after that, after, you know, push class. And then it took me about three and a half hours to do all the pressure washing. 
Seems like um, when you're when you're to the point where you're pressure washing the the mailbox brick holder, you're just having fun spraying things. Yeah, here's the thing though. So my sidewalk it like ends at my driveway. There was no way I was going to do my entire driveway. And so when I was doing that edge of the sidewalk, I was so careful not to hit the driveway. Cause I was like, if I get a spot on the driveway, I'm gonna have to do the whole dang thing. I was very careful. Cause I was so tired. My back hurt, my arms hurt. I, it was just a lot. So anyway, um, it, here's another thing. When you're standing on the roof of your house, everybody that drives by honks and waves. Even if you don't know them. Doesn't Why? that seem like a really bad time to honk your horn? Yeah. Yeah. My neighbors do that. I wonder why. I don't, and I don't even know them. So it's not like the neighbors that don't like me. I don't know if I have neighbors that don't like me. I mean, probably, but whatever. And then the, the FedEx guy was like, hey, you be careful up there. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> I'm not gonna Were you not being wheel. careful until he told you that? And then you're like, oh, I should be I careful. Just, I was just being willy nilly yeah. about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that was that was fun. Um, I came in and showered and laid in my chair for about an hour before we went over to Anna's to watch The Mandalorian and have leftovers, um, which was awesome. And then today, podcast, laundry. Um, my friend Melissa, I know I've talked about this before on the podcast. My friend Melissa's book club read Reluctant Heart for their November um, book club meeting. Um, last week, they were supposed to get together at this winery um, outside to discuss the book. Um, but Melissa's husband came into contact with someone who was tested for COVID. So they were kind of on this lockdown all last weekend. Book club meets today at two o'clock. So she's going to zoom in um, and I'm going to ask them questions, like kind of like the discussion questions. That'd be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. Yeah. Um, I'll probably clean a little bit. I was going to put up the outside Christmas decorations, but it's supposed to rain. So they're just kind of in a pile in my dining room still. Um, so I don't want to do it in the rain. Uh, that was my week. Um, my running list of future things to do is put up outside Christmas decorations and write book two. I'm stalling so bad. I need to just do it. Yeah, that's, I, I remember that. I remember struggling too with mine and because it was because I didn't know the plot and I didn't know what to write. So I didn't sit down and write. And now after a while, I just realized you have to actually just sit down and start writing words. It doesn't matter if they're used yeah. or not. Cause that'll get you to the story. If, if I'm ever blocked, I just sit down and start typing words, typing sentences. Even if it's my the most issue is because I know the plot, I know what I want the book to be. And I, and I really like it, but my issue has been, am I doing this right? Is this book going to be as good as the first one or better? Or is it going to suck? They're probably better. I hope so, but I just don't have a lot of confidence in myself and I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't know. People will be judging me and stuff. Well, yeah, they're, but they're judging your first book too. I mean. Yeah, but that book is near perfect. <laughs> okay. It's going to be hard to be better than that one then. Uh, let's see. I had a question for you and I don't remember. Oh, you went, okay. So one of the things I learned from watching a Brandon Sanderson, no, was it a Brandon Sanderson video? Yeah. One of his videos where he teaches a class, he talked about critique groups and what it's like to be in one. And um, one of the things he said was that when somebody is critiquing you, when, when, even if you ask the question and then somebody starts talking, you have to shut up. You have to let them talk. You have to assume that th they've read the book and, and instead of trying to paint their, um, their answer 
based on you trying to explain yourself, just let them talk, let them tell them because everybody else that reads it, you're not sitting right beside them explaining yourself when they read it. You have to get an unfiltered answer so that you understand where somebody else is coming from. And ever since I heard that, I heard that about a year ago, ever since I heard that I in my regular writers group, I always try to keep my mouth shut when somebody's critiquing me. Now, when they're done talking, I may ask another question or defend myself or say why I did something. But while they're talking, I want to hear from start to finish. And I always tell that writers group, I've told them a, a few times, the most important thing to me from in terms of their opinion is I want their opinion when they hear me read the story. They don't have to go back uh, and, and critique my writing. They don't have to go into Google Docs and critique it. They don't have to edit it and hand it back to me three months later. I, only, mm. I really care the most about what they say that day in the writers group. So mm. I'll be interested to hear how your critique group goes or how your what they say, the things that they say. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. All right. My... Um, my running list is still um, just waiting for Kara to put up her videos on paperbacks, uh, getting paperbacks on my website. I'm really excited about that. And, uh, you know, as soon as she does that, I will work on getting those paperbacks up there so that I can start selling them. I have about five each of each of the first two books in my back room, just ready to go, ready to ship out. So, um, yeah, that's my running list. In terms, in terms of my addicted to, really not a whole lot. Um, I, I really didn't. I watched, you know, I watched that reluctant miniseries. It was four episodes. You know, I wouldn't seduced. call myself addicted to it, but what's that? Seduced. seduced. I don't know why I keep saying, oh, Reluctant is your book. I keep getting yeah. Reluctant and Seduced mixed up. Throughout the week, I would get that mixed up. Um, they mean nothing the same. I, I know. Yeah, I know. Two different words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's really all I have for my, I don't have any, really anything for my addicted to. I don't either. I think I was just too busy to be addicted to any one thing. Um, this week, I teach four classes um, tomorrow, um, and then... I want to say that I'm going to write, but I might just kind of enjoy the peace and quiet of Ian being back to school. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Tuesday, I teach four classes. I go to the gym for another push class. Hopefully, I'll write. Wednesday, four classes, gym for personal training. I have a doctor's appointment and a chiropractic appointment in the afternoon, so I don't know if there will be time for writing. Uh, Thursday, I have four classes um, and then push class and write. Friday, two classes. Friday is my light workout day. And um, if, as long as it's not raining, I might just uh, take Ollie to the bus stop. And then once the bus goes, do a couple loops around my neighborhood, just a couple of miles. Um, and hopefully, right. Saturday, push class, laundry, order groceries, catch up on whatever I'm behind on from the week. Um, hopefully, right. <laughs> Sunday, podcast, food prep, Zoom with our friends and Hopefully, right. I have all this time in the outline to write. <sighs> should I, I um, should I, should I know carbs you like you did to me? If you don't give me like chapter six next Sunday, like um, no I push don't really class. I do a whole lot of carbs anyway. Well, I'm thinking so. no push class maybe. Oh no, I or, can't do that. Uh, why? It would have to be no M&Ms. No, okay. <laughs> all right, no M&Ms. <laughs> Chances are if I didn't eat M&Ms, I wouldn't eat the push class. <laughs> That's true, actually. Um, mine is uh, pretty boring this week. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. It's my last vacation day until Christmas week. So I'll work uh, four days this week and then five days the next two. And then I'll have a couple weeks off. So the hope is to use tomorrow to get that outline finished and to a point where on Tuesday, December 1st, I can start writing. You know, no, no, no first draft that I've ever written. And I've written three of them now. Have ever taken longer? I've actually written four of them now. Have never taken any longer than about six weeks. Each of each of the three of them have taken six weeks, 
Um, so I'm going to basically say that I'm going to give myself until January 30th and hope to have the first draft of this book finished by then. But the good thing is it'll be a better first draft than those other ones that I've written because this will be the first one that I really write with the mom's, you know, tutelage, the teaching that she gave me last year and yeah. before that. So, um, so that's the hope is that, that I'll get the planning done tomorrow and then I can start writing on Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday. I work full days. I'll write at lunch. I've been trying to do 90 minute lunches. I told my boss about a month ago, Hey, I'm going to go back to 90 minute lunches. Uh, Cause I had stopped doing that while I was editing and plotting. And, uh, but it, it seems like these meetings just keep coming up from 11 to 12 that, um, that, that make it hard for me to get a 90 minute lunch in. So um, try to get as many as I can. I know I have tomorrow, Tuesday, I have a meeting at 9am, a meeting, I believe at 1pm and a meeting at 4pm. That's three terror, three meetings that just spread the whole day out, which just sucks. But um, <laughs> hopefully the rest of the week, I can kind of stay meeting free. We're getting into December now where a lot of vacations at work, a um, lot mm -hmm. of less things getting done just because there's not enough people. You're always waiting on somebody for something. Um, so you know, we'll see. Uh, let's see. So writing and hopefully writing at lunch starting Tuesday every day. Um, Saturday, no plans to golf. It's supposed to be cold this week. So I doubt we're going to golf this Saturday. Um, so it'll be a lot of writing. I really miss the Chick-fil-A. I was driving past Chick-fil-A on Friday when we were doing our Black Friday shopping. And it's just, I really miss the Saturday mornings in Chick-fil-A sitting for a couple hours and writing headphones on a lot of action and hustle and bustle around me, but none of it actually affected me because I have the headphones on and uh, I would get a lot done. And I just don't feel like I have those days, even when I'm at home writing, it's just not the same. So I, I hopefully that can come back soon. Uh, let's see. And then Sunday football podcast, write and create new ads. Uh, December marketing plan should be in by then. So I can concentrate more on just the, the words itself. And that is my week. And that is all I seem to have for the podcast. Do you have anything else? No, huh? All right. I do have one last thing, actually. My, I just got a note. I just got a text a little while ago that said, said my golf building should be done by Thursday. Oh, it's been nice. kind of a, it's been a bit, bit of a roller coaster with this building, uh, getting it built. Um, it's taken a little bit longer than I want. And there's been some things that the guy building it has done that have been kind of annoying. I think my dad is more annoyed about it than I am. Um, and I sent him a, a bit of, a, I sent the guy a bit of a stern text yesterday about something and he responded to me while we were uh recording today telling me something that he's going to come over and do today so uh mm. we'll see how that goes but hopefully by next sunday when we podcast i have a building that i can hit golf balls in in the winter because i really miss it i miss going out there in the afternoon um and hitting golf balls and if i'm not golfing on saturdays i mean i haven't hit a golf ball in eight days and it kind of sucks and i'm learning and trying to get better and i don't want to have these lulls where i'm not hitting so yeah. Hopefully. Do you have anything else? No. All right. Well, that is it for today. If you want to find me, you can find my website, jerryevanoff.com. Email jerry at jerryevanoff.com on Twitter. Uh, you can search my name. I'm jerryE25. Facebook, facebook.com slash jerryevanoffauthor. And you still have a couple hours to join my Snapchat and watch my story from yesterday where I made an apple pie from scratch. And you can find the details of that in the show notes. And I also tentatively have Instagram. One of these is I'm going to cancel it because I don't do anything on there or I'll become an ad wizard on there and sell tons of books through it. Yes. Anyway. You yeah. should do that. Yeah. And then show uh, you how you to can... do it. What's that? And then show you how to do it. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you can go to my website at lindsayevanoff.com. Email me, lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, uh, Lindsay Evanoff author, Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff author and Twitter 
Evan off Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com. 